quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. Are you tired of ending your nights with yelling and screaming? Are you sick of resorting to yelling as a way to get your kids to listen? Join me June 7th, 8th, and 9th for my Yelling Cure live event. I will have three lovely speakers, including one of our lovely community members. We will unravel the backstory of parental yelling and help you get a hold of this parenting pitfall. If you can't make it live, no worries. I will give you access to all of the replays. Click the link in the show notes and join this great three-day event. I'll see you there. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Hi, I'm back. It's me, Michelle, and we're talking about connection. What is connection? Really, what is it? It's ambiggous. It can be hard to understand. It is, uh, it's different. But is it more time? Is it spending every moment with your child? Is it making sure all their needs are taken care of? Is it making sure every whim is taken care of? Is it this idea that children can't suffer and that we have to placate them? We have to make everything okay. Is that connection? Is it coming to every little cry and upset? Is it avoiding boundaries? What is connection? And what isn't it? Well, let's talk about it. I believe connection is a holistic approach to living with people, people that we love. Connection is a, it's a framework. It's an understanding of interactions. It's an understanding of relationships. It is this idea of being in an endeared, loving, good relationship with somebody else that is also not unrealistic, right? That we have room for mess ups and that we have this room for repair and rupture and that that's okay. Connection is also not spending more time with people. It is spending the time that we do have in a productive way as opposed to a counterproductive way. So we want to build the relationship in the moments that we have with our children as opposed to eroding those moments. And we can only do that if we are mature people and if we have a deep understanding that it is our responsibility to make this relationship go right. And I know people don't want to hear that, but I'm saying it. It is our responsibility. We brought these kids into this world and it is not their responsibility to take care of us. It's our responsibility to take care of them. Now, does that mean we have to do everything for them? No, and you shouldn't do everything for them. And I think some people get caught in that that place where they're doing everything. They have no boundaries. They have no limits. They don't also allow children to fail. And they are walking around on eggshells trying to make everything okay. It's not that either. So being in a connected relationship doesn't just look like us doing everything for our children. It looks like us not doing everything for our children, but when we don't and they don't like it, we don't get mad. 
We don't get upset. We also don't use punishments in those ways. We don't use consequences and punitive measures and timeouts and yelling. We try not to. But it's our responsibility to make this relationship connected, not theirs. And it is a framework of tools and understanding. And it works in the everyday moments. It isn't like, oh, I need to spend all this copious amount of time with my children to be connected to them because I'm doing connected parenting. So no, they can't go with a babysitter. No, no, no. They, they have to be with me. Not true. No, I can't work. I have to stay home and, and be connected. Also not true. You can make connection in the moments where you say no. When you say no and you have a child who has an upset and you come to them with empathy, that forms connection. So you can have connection happening all day long. And that's what we want, right? We want to live in a world steeped with connection. We want a holistic approach to living. We want this to be our lifestyle because you can't just do it in the hard moments. Sure, we want to do it in the hard moments, but people will say to me, what do I do when he steals the car? I love this question. I get this one a lot. What do we do when he steals the car? What do we, what do, we do when they slap their brother? Now what? Now connective lady, what do we do? Huh? I need to know. And my, my answer to that is it's just a complicated one, right? Why did we get to this place where the kid's stealing the car is what I want to know. How are we there? Because I'll tell you what, my kids aren't stealing cars. They don't want to steal cars. They, they have no desire to steal cars. So if we've got a kid who's stealing a car, we had a problem way before he stole the car. And is that problem the idea that we were using punishments and consequences and too much control parenting and he's rebelling? He's out there saying, I need the car. I got to steal the car. I got to, you know, I got to assert my autonomy. I feel too stifled. I feel too controlled. I feel oppressed. So I want to, and I'm a rebellious kid. So I want to rebel and I want to steal that car. Is that where we're at? I don't know, but we're somewhere. So if a kid is stealing a car, we've got a deeper, more important, you know, thing to unravel here. And let's not go to that place. People also think, oh, if you don't give them the consequences and the punishments and this and that, then they're going to steal the car. Just take a chill pill. It's okay. They're not going to steal the car. They're five. <laughs> so let's, let's just take a moment here and think about living in a connected home. If you do it long enough, I've been doing it for 13 years. If you do it long enough, you don't have too many problems. You don't have car thieves. You don't have kids who are you know, acting too crazy because they don't need to. You've given them enough space to both suffer the natural consequences of life. And also you've given them enough space to take risk where safe, where appropriate, that they don't desire to be rebellious or they don't go to withdrawal because they're that kind of kid. So connected parenting is how do I start, you know, using these little tools in every single moment? Is your child being sassy to you? And can you say, oh, you must need a hug? That creates connection. That little tiny moment where you said, I'm not going to get mad and I'm going to ask him if they need a hug, that is connective. You know what that says to a child? So much. That little tiny interaction says so much to them. It says, my mom or dad can hold space for my feelings, not take it personally, not make me the villain and them the victim. And they can offer me affection when I'm having a hard time. I feel seen feel heard. I feel understood. I feel like my family has my back and that they will not let my dysregulation dysregulate them, that they're mature, that I can learn regulation by watching them. So many important things happen in that one tiny interaction. That's connection. If you can have 15 of those or 20 of those a day, 
your connection cup for your kids pretty full. That is how we have a connected relationship. We are going to take a short break from our show to hear from our sponsors. Without their sponsorship, I wouldn't be able to bring you the Peace and Parenting podcast free of charge. So I'll see you back in just a few minutes. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. This episode is sponsored by ByHeart. ByHeart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. ByHeart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio, like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. ByHeart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim, What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about ByHeart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Now, back to the show. So if you only have 20 interactions with your child and 19 of them are negative, we're not doing too hot. If you have 20 interactions with your child in a day, and 15 of them are connective, you're doing good. And you're building connection with that child. What do they say? You have to have five to seven positive interactions to counteract one negative. I believe that's true. I don't know who said it, but I think it could, it's possibly true. And I think that it makes sense, right? You, if you have enough interactions that are negative, how are you going to feel about the people that are around you? Are you going to feel connected? So all we want to do in connected parenting two major things. Get rid of the rewards and punishments, including consequences. Consequences are punishments in my mind. I don't care if they're related or not. I don't care what they are. If they're parent-imposed consequences, they have no business being in our parenting. Natural consequences, yes, you can't prevent those. You don't want your oh, you're going to get wet outside. You're mean to your friend. They probably won't play with you. Let those happen. Yes, absolutely. Let those be taught by the world, but we don't want them inside our most precious relationship, the relationship we share with our kids. So we're going to get reward, get rid of rewards and punishments and consequences. And we are going to lead with connection. We are going to develop a framework with tools in it to interact with our child in every single moment. Will we be 100% successful? Heck no, not even me. But we'll be successful more than we're not. Hopefully over time, that trajectory will go upward instead of downward. And our interactions will increasingly be more connective and less punitive. 
And therefore, we're growing the relationship. It's very, very simple, but it's very, very hard. Why? Because we weren't parented this way. It seems counterintuitive. We worry we're raising narcissists. We worry, we worry we're raising kids who are disrespectful and ungrateful and unkind. We're not. I promise you, you won't be. Because they'll get to their internal remorse when they do the wrong thing, if you let them. And that becomes their natural consequence. And that becomes the way in which they learn. And that becomes part of connective parenting. All of it. You don't need more time with your kids. I promise you. If you're a working mom or a working dad, you're okay. You're going to have a connected relationship. You don't need more time. You need the time that you have to feel better. You don't want to fight with the kid about getting in the car seat 15 times where you're struggling and strapping them in against their will. You don't want to beg your kid to put their phone away to have dinner with you. You don't want it to be so hard and it doesn't have to be so hard, but connection can be ambiguous. So if you're looking to form more connection, join my 30-day challenge. For 30 days, I am going to meet with you as a group. So for four weeks on Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time, I'm going to meet with my group and everyone's going to come with their questions. What about this, Michelle? What do you do here? How do you do that? And I'm going to say, well, here's my thoughts. Here are the tools. Now go to module six in my materials and listen to module six and come back next week and let's talk about it. So I give you access to all of my online materials, my book, 10 modules, part of the Connected Parent Mastermind, PDFs, podcasts, all kinds of things to get you supported. And then you also get to meet with me for four weeks. Plus, we give you a reminder every single day. What is connection? How do I do it? Here's a little thing you can do. Here, try this. Here, go home and do that. How'd it go? How do you feel? After two weeks, how are you feeling now? Probably better probably more connected. Probably your 2024 is going to look a lot better at home. 30-day challenge of the Connected Parent Mastermind is just a glimpse inside. So if you like that glimpse, then you stay and you keep working and you keep doing this work until you're to a place where you're like, you know what? Wow, I get it now. Now I understand this holistic approach. Now I can make this my lifestyle. Now I can implement this every single day because it takes time. And it takes effort to understand what connection really is and how it plays a role in our homes and how we can come to the everyday moments without creating all this extra crap to do. Sure, yeah, I'm going to ask you to do special time, but it's just a tiny, tiniest piece of a parenting this way. It is not the whole thing at all. So if you want to, you can join our 30-day challenge. We start January 15th. The first meeting is January 18th. And if you go to peaceandparentingla.com forward slash 3030 DAY hyphen challenge hyphen new, you can join. I'll leave it also in the show notes so you can click the link there. You can also find it all over Instagram. And you can email me at Michelle at peaceandparentingla.com and I can send it to you as well. I'd love to see you there. I love my little groups. They're amazing. We keep it small. We don't let a lot of people in. So if you want to join us, if you want to find out what connection really is and make it your lifestyle and make it your pedagogy, join us. Okay. Thanks for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I so appreciate you being here. Sp- 
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.